Well, what's up, everybody? What's up? Welcome to another Victory Experience podcast. And we are your hosts. I'm Bishop John. And I wish y'all could see who this beautiful woman is. Who are you? I am your, what you call your Victoria. Why do you do that? Model. No, you messed that all up. No, it is I not what I call. Uh, okay, we're going to go. Do you have Victoria's wings? Do you have wings? That do you, you have bought, white boots? You bought. So okay. that's why I'm, I'm that's your a Victoria's, Victoria's secret, model. secret model. Pastor Aisha Edmondson. Yes, you are. Yes. And we're your host, man, hosts and co hosts. And we're excited about doing this, man. This is really, really good, these podcasts. I'm laughing because you really like doing this. This is something I think that uh, you like more than you thought you were going to like. <clears throat> um, I, I'm more comfortable yeah. um, than I am just flat foot speaking. Yeah, you, you than, are. You know, you know me, I always like dialoguing versus, you know, um, just flat foot just teaching anything yeah you're good you're really you're good you're i'm enjoying you i'm enjoying watching you so but let's dive in we are we are dealing with another relationship episode and today we're going to be dealing with why relationships fail this mm -hmm. is a good one why relationships fail because they fail for any number of reasons and you and i mm -hmm. you know um, not only are we the pastors of victory but we are certified Christian counselors. Mm -hmm. We went to school for counseling. And so we've, we down through the years, we've been married for 30, it'll be 32 years. Yes, it will. <clears throat> 32 but years. we've been together for how long? Over 40. Almost 40 Over years. 40. 40. I've years. rocked with a Victoria's Secret model mm -hmm. for almost 50 years. But we, we've, we've. I realize I don't, I don't, I don't realize how old I am. You're not old, you're better. I know how old I am. I realize that, you know, as time goes on, I, when you realize, you know, how okay, long we've been together. No, when you realize you're technically, you know, you got an AARP card, which you, you like, by the way, I do like my <laughs> discounts. You know me, I'm always like, I want free or a, a good discount. But I'm like, sometimes I don't realize I'm as old as I technically am. I think I'm younger than what I am. I don't am. know what you're talking Yeah, I'm young. I'm young. Okay. The young people love me because we're young. Okay. But we're going to, you know, we, my point is we've, we've counseled a lot of couples, mm -hmm. a lot of couples married, engaged, and, you know, we've seen a lot of relationships come and go. You know, I feel like we're married. We watch relationships that come after us. They start and they don't stick. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we've been able to identify and what we want to deal with today is why do relationships fail? Mm -hmm. Now, keep in mind, this is not an all-inclusive list. No. We're not saying these are the only reasons, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of reasons why relationships don't work and they fail and they're all controllable. Mm -hmm. They're all controllable, but that's what we want to shed light on today. So I'm excited about it because I think this is a really, really, really going to be a really great episode. And so um, let's let's dive right in. And, you know, one of the things is people enter in it, enter the enter the relationship, have these unrealistic expectations. Yeah, you know, I, I, I know I, you do. You know, I always <laughs> said that I really feel like our next book should be about. So nobody write it. We got to write it. Nobody write it. <laughs> <laughs> I really do because I think not just in um, marriage relationship, but in relationships, period. Yes. I think we go into relationships having these expectations of how another person should be or like you're saying, how marriage is supposed to be. And, and many of them are either unrealistic or 
or unspoken expectations um, that we put on people. And many times they don't even know that you put these expectations on them. And then we end up messing up the relationship or we'll say the relationship didn't work because of unrealistic or unspoken or unmet expectations. And it's common. It's It's we see it's common. And when somebody, when a, when a spouse or person doesn't live up to expectations that you criticize them a lot Mm -hmm. because it's this thing that they're not meeting in you Mm -hmm. and it's, and that's bad having it because a person's not going to meet all your expectations. Mm -hmm. They're just not. And when they don't now there's problems. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of people go, this is not what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. This is not what, or, I I didn't expect this Mm -hmm. and it's because you went into it thinking it was going to be a certain thing Mm -hmm. and most times marriage is not going to be what you thought it was going to be it's it's like having a baby you can take classes and all that but I remember we had our first child we went through the breathing classes and all that but when you got on that delivery table it was it was on and then when you have a baby there's no book there's no mm-hmm. book. So I think it's the same thing. And so unspec, un, you know, unmet or unrealistic expectations is a serious problem. It's more common than people think. And it's interesting because we're talking about mistakes today. But each one of these mistakes, we could probably spend a whole entire whole episode if we wanted to. Yeah. On because yeah. it's like, we I might. know, I might know we are in talking about expectations and we got to move on. Yeah. But you could you could continue to talk about, you, can. you know, how to deal with expectations, what are unrealistic, what aren't realistic and, yep. and how to deal with them. Yeah. Well, and just while we're on it, I think one of the things we should just look at real quick, because we see this, we just dealt with this, you know, a little bit, you know, before we started doing this podcast is a person who got wounded in their past. Mm -hmm. They got wounded by somebody, a prior relationship, you know, what parent, a parent, what they got wounded in their past Mm -hmm. and they go into the the new relationship expecting that person to fix them, Mm -hmm. expecting that person to fix their emotional wounds and nobody can do that for you. You know, you have to do that. Nobody Mm -hmm. can do it. But if I put... I put on you that I'm hurting, so I expect you to help me not hurt anymore. Mm -hmm. I I expect you to help me feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. So emotionally, I, I got this scarring, this stuff, and I expect another person to help me and going into that that's a setup for disaster but it's interesting because i don't even i think some people go into relationships not even knowing or realizing that that is an expectation that they have yes. of the other person yes but yet they do have those expectations and don't even realize it yes and then get upset when a person isn't responding the way they want to respond and they don't understand that the person isn't responding the way they want them to respond it's because they have an expectation of them right and until you get down deep and try to let them realize that that is an expectation that you have of them yes they don't even realize that until you uh bring it to their attention yes So again, expectations can be a breeding ground for, um, what's the word I'm looking for, for uh, problems again in relationships and people many times don't even realize it. Yeah. And I I think 
I think with that, because that's so true, people don't spend enough time investigating and getting to know the person intimately like they should. Mm-hmm. You know, we always say intimacy has nothing to do with sex because mm-hmm. we're called to be intimate with God and you're not having sex with God. But people don't, t- they think because we've we've talked that I know everything mm-hmm. and you don't. And it's, it can be a serious problem because now if this person has some expectations of you that you can't meet, it's a setup for disaster. Mm-hmm. And so another thing that we find, so like you said, we could talk about that yes, episode, you, you know, we're just kind of touching things. But another another thing that causes relationships to fail is people getting too comfortable in the relationship. Mm-hmm. They start taking things for granted, you know, and so, you know, we, you dated before you got married and now that you're in the marriage, you don't spend any time with each other. You don't spend that time, you know, with each other. So you had the honeymoon. It was great. You know, prior to the honeymoon, you date it. But then you come in and. <laughs> or, or, or the opposite or, or even the opposite. Like uh, you, you. What what is it that you did to work in order to get the relationship? Yes. yes. And, you know, <clears throat> and why, why, why do you think that happens? Why? I don't know. Let's, let, why, don't you, why don't you explain that to us? Well, well I asked you the question. <laughs> No, but I, you know, no, because I would say that even for you sometimes, you, you, you know, when we've had this conversation, yeah, yeah. you know, to the degree of what you even did in our relationship early on, yeah, you don't. But the, I could say the same thing though. Yeah, for, no, for but myself. but it's There's it's real life. We, we just get comfortable in the, caught up in life, caught up in life, know, and you just caught get, up in the in the in yeah, the relationship yeah. and just thinking that you know the person already knows how I feel, right. so I don't have to prove myself, right? You know, anymore. Or they stop. You stop working. Yeah, you stop working, and I think you know you sometimes you you make it. It's no longer a priority. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, with men, I don't <clears> think necessarily <throat> is not always <clears throat> necessary a priority. You can say that you, but and 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 i think some men and some women may f- uh could feel that way about the other person because it's not being done and feeling it's not a priority yeah. but i like i think it's more so so many li- life just happens and there's so many things that you have to get done especially if you got kids yeah you got yep. schedules and kids are trainers they train to it. make things uh happen <clears throat> it just it it's it's a great thing that you want to have happen, but other things just sometimes get yeah, in the way. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, getting men, many times men's, you know, and I think this this is, you know, how people get this. Men, you know, are hunters. They're pursuers. And many times once you've, you've conquered, you if you're not careful, you start looking for something else to conquer. But that's not good because no, many it's times not. that's how affairs happen. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. That's you how know, affairs and, happen. And so, me, because know, you may feel that you already have conquered me, and if you've conquered me and there's nothing to conquer anymore, right. not that this right, you will find something else that you feel that you can conquer. Yeah, and that's so I think I think on both ends. So it's you know, it's the it's the man understanding you have to keep pursuing your spouse, but then I think it's the wife saying, you know, keeping herself pursuable. You know, yes. keeping, is that a word, pursuable? Yes. We'll make it yes. a word today. But, you know, so it's a give and take. I agree. It's a but at the same time, even with, you know, we could do a whole episode on, you know, women going through the change of life. And, you know, and you still got to, you know, no matter what's going on with your wife, you got to still be committed to pursue her, love her, make her feel special. And I remember that even when we were having um, uh, children um, and I would be home with the children and sometimes you just get so tired. Yeah. And you're like, oh, 
this man should just know how I'm feeling. I've been working all, you know, dealing with these kids all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you're working, you know, at the same time and you don't feel like doing your hair. You don't feel like putting a little bit of makeup on. Right. Like you should just know. Right. And I remember God checked me one day. He mm-hmm. did. He checked me one day. See, that's my, that's my guy. Go yeah. God. He didn't do it every day. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do it every day. But there were times that he really did. He checked me and I, and had me, you know, go and do my hair and put a little bit of makeup on before I would see you, before you would walk in the door because I, I needed to still make myself presentable. Right to you the way you know i did before regardless of what was going on yeah and but again the point of that it's a give and take yeah it's and being sensitive to what god is saying mm-hmm. um to you in that moment uh for your spouse but the i think every couple has to work on not getting too comfortable you know you can get comfortable and meaning for good or bad you know and so but that can if that's left undealt with, that can turn into resentment by somebody. Yeah, I think that's why we're very adamant right now in making sure every week we have a day yes, day. Yes. I think when we the kids were younger, we couldn't do it every week, but right. we, we managed to at least have at least once a month. Right. And we put it on the calendar so we would know when it is yes. and make sure that that date didn't get moved unless it was an emergency. And right. if it did have to get moved, we made sure we moved it immediately and knew when that time was. Right. And so I think that is that's that helps so that you don't get um, comfortable in life just happening, but so that you can make sure that you make continue to make time for one another. And I know that even with that statement, sometimes um, couples feel upset because they feel like one spouse is doing more than the other, like right. especially if right. you do have date days. Well, who's planning the date days most of the time? Is it you or is it me? And if you get in that rut one, you got to make sure you speak up. But sometimes we talk to spouses about, well, maybe y'all alternate, maybe one week or one month, one person plans what they're going to do and the next week the other person plans right. and just because one person may like sponta- spontaneity and the other person doesn't well then let the person be spontaneous that likes spontaneous the week that they do and then yeah. the other weeks that the other person does let them plan it out but it's important to let the person be them That's but at true. the same time That's very true. Um, you do have to plan at least when your date days are and put them on the calendar yeah, to make yeah. sure they happen so that you don't get comfortable in the relationship. Somebody said failing to work on yourself and your marriage can cause you to become a weight in the marriage. And that's true. You know, that's true. And I, we don't ever want to be a weight to each other. Mm-hmm. I should be weighty for you. I got you, but not a weight to you. Um, and you, I feel like you feel like I'm holding you down or whatever the case is. We both are obligated to help each other grow. Mm -hmm. you know, to be assets in our growth. So how are some ways that you can do that? We can do to help each other grow by encouraging each other, Mm -hmm. you know, supporting each other, you know, things that are important to you, encouraging you to do it. If you, you know, somebody wants to go back to school, encourage them, go to school, you know, um, you know, take an interest in what you're interested in. Mm-hmm. That's good, um, you know, on it, you know, being that mm-hmm. support. But for me, it's, you know, growing me too. You want to grow mm-hmm. together. So we both need to grow, um, but making sure that I'm a support, I'm I'm a weight, you know, to you mm-hmm. when, you know, I'm just trying to hold you down. I don't want you to do anything. I don't want to encourage you to grow. I know different things that, you know, that you've wanted to do that may take you away from me. You know, <laughs> I, I, I can't be, I want to be selfish and go, no, but 
you know, it's supporting you. So, um, you know, we got to make sure that we, again, the whole point of this is what are, what are things that cause relationships to fail and how yeah. can we avoid them? How can we, you know, bob and weave on them? And so we, we, you said, like you said, we could talk about each one of these mm-hmm. forever and we're not trying to do that because we don't have all that time. And we may not have time. We may have to make this a part two depending yeah. upon where we go, how, yeah. how, how we, you know, I'm game takes, if you're how game. long it takes it, us that's to right. get into them. But then here's another one. And this man, this, we see this a lot with married couples. And if this is you, you need to cut this out immediately and relationships fail a lot of times because people involve their parents they involve family members or family members Mm -hmm. they involve aunt shelly they involve you know you know cousin bob someone who's important to them but we've seen couples make the mistakes when problems are happening they want to go talk to their mom Mm -hmm. or talk to their dad or talk you know talk to a a, a loved one or whatever and you never want to do that because you're interjecting someone into the relationship that shouldn't be and here's what happens we've told couples this so you go talk to your mom your vet mom he's not doing this or you know whatever and now your mom your mom sees you as their baby I'm um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna turn you know at the time of this recording depending on this, I'm gonna be 55 mm-hmm. my mom sees me as 12 I'm her baby you know so if somebody's attacking me she sees her 12 year old you know little boy so you and I have really been disciplined to never do that but a lot of people do they your parents are compromised they want to talk to you know the parent or a loved one and the parent is only hearing your side mm-hmm. and most times they're gonna believe your side and now you done vent it to them you go back sometimes they work it out you work through it but you never go back and let your parents know we work through it so Christmas time holiday time you bring your spouse and your mom or dad they're looking at them like with a toothpick out the side of their mouth they're ready to jack them up you you know we we teach when we train couples in-laws or outlaws mm-hmm. in-laws or outlaws we honor them we love them outlaws meaning that we keep them outside of the circle of our marriage we don't involve them because that's a mistake Mm -hmm. and we've seen people make it again and again and then parents get involved in this marriage one-sided and it it causes a lot of problems but i think that goes back to again people don't sometimes people don't take time to invest in their marriage to know the tools that they need in order to make their marriage work because we didn't know that early yeah, on yeah. we didn't know that but after the honeymoon of the first year and then having hell on earth in our marriage from two to five tell it tell we it we took the time to invest in our marriage to read marriage books to yes. go to marriage conferences yes. to know how to be successful in our marriages and that is one of the tools that i remember that we learned because otherwise if, if we didn't learn that yep. we would have been doing the same thing and that's, that's true. what other people that it's normal it's a bit it's habit to yeah. go to who do you trust to right. talk about your issues to talk about your situations but not knowing the damage that it could possibly yes. do yes. down the road now one of the things that we do talk about is if you are going to go to your family members that it should be the two of you going together yes not one talking to somebody else, you know the other person without your your spouse yeah and 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 another part of that another dynamic is because some people listening to this or watching this may say well i don't i don't talk to my i don't talk to my you know my my parents about my spouse but 
your family is naturally involved with your your family. So your mm-hmm. mom or dad are involved too much in the relationship. Yeah. They're just it they're they're involved in it. And sometimes, you know, people come out of families where their their family's tight. Like we have a tight knit family. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a tight knit family, but Christian mm-hmm. who just got married, shout out to Christian and Jovi. I need y'all to pray any grandbabies. I still don't have them yet. But <laughs> you know, just side note vent. But you know, we, we we're not going to involve ourselves in mm-hmm. there. We're going to involve ourselves at the level they want us involved. We yeah. don't just pop up over their house and we don't, no. you know, we're not involving ourselves um, in there because they now have their own family unit and we support them, but we don't overstep our bounds. Amen. And so that's really important. This is a, and some people might go, is that really an issue? It is. It is the number of families. We've seen families, marriages break up a big part of this because you have parents that just felt like they could be involved and, you know, everybody's raised differently. We're mm-hmm. all raised differently with different, you know, ways of doing things. You know, sometimes, you know, um, you know, people feel like it's okay to let your child run around butt naked in the house. That's how we were raised. <laughs> Another, like, no, no, it's it's 120 degrees. Put a sweater on that child mm-hmm. or whatever. And it can't be what our parents want. It has to be what what we want. I think that goes back to the Bible says, "How can two walk together unless they be agreed?" Yes, I think agreement is the most important thing. And making sure, too, you're doing things according to the word of God. Yeah. I think the two of them have to go hand in hand because you could be in agreement on something, but it may not be line up with the word of God. Right. So I think the two have to go hand in hand. Um, right. And making sure that you're in agreement so that yeah. you both can walk successfully in the marriage together. I don't think people... And real- the relationship. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people realize you're not just marrying a person, you're marrying their family. You're marrying their family. You know, you're marrying the baggage in their family. You're marrying the issues in their family. You're, you know, unless they just don't want to be around the family. But then you're marrying that. <laughs> that is true. You're marrying too. that, you know, because th- they're not wanting to be too, around the family. Really. The family is around. They just absent. It. The person's keeping them at bay. But you're mm-hmm. marrying that, yes. and that's a complication because you don't want to be around your family. But then you have kids, and are the grandparents not going to be involved? And well, no, no, no. It's interesting when you said that. It made me think about one of the things that we learned in Christian counseling is. Because if they don't want to be the, around the family, why don't they want right. to be around? Right, that's a red like flag. Said. Yeah, why don't they want to be around their family? So that makes me question, are there issues that they have experienced with their family that they didn't take the time to resolve? Yes. Because like I was about to say, it makes me think about the chapter that we studied in Christian counseling from the one book, Christian Living in the Home, and the one uh, chapter called uh, uh, single, the Singlehood Chapter where it talks about that you want to look for somebody that's not not just you're equally yoked with, right. but you want to find somebody that, it said, I, I, I don't know why, I just always remember this, but it says growingly, yes. growingly. Yes. Growingly means over a period of time. Right. Shows evidence, evidence, evidence of being able to solve problems from God's word, God's, God's way. God's way, yeah. Yeah. And so many times, like we always say, you don't see that over six months because right. you don't. within six months, people are You're not ready for marriage after six months. What they want yeah. to, you to see. Yes. But you want to see how do they handle the issues? How do they handle situations? How do they handle problems with those they're most 
intimate with. Yes. Now, the people that they're usually most intimate with outside of you will be their family members. Right. And if they're not willing to work out issues and situations yes. with their family it's members, sending a message. It's a red flag yes. that when issues and situations, which you will be the next most intimate person that they will be with, yep. will be an indication of how they will handle issues yes. and problems and situations with you. Yes. That And it's so true. I think people, people make the mistake of just going, I love her. I love him. We we should do an what episode love on. Got to do we should it. do an episode <laughs> on that. What does love got to do with it? Yes. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. That feeling of love, because there's oh, so many times you know you're not gonna feel that. it. You're not gonna feel well, it. Again, the Bible. The Bible does not say anything in the Bible about love being a feeling. It doesn't. It talks it, about it love being an action. Yeah. For God so loved the world that he what he, he gave, gave he his gave. own love is patient, love is kind, love long is long suffering, keeps no record, keep of wrongs, record of wrongs, hopes the best, he thinks always, the best. Yeah, he always describes love as an action and not a feeling. That yes. doesn't mean the feeling won't follow, but we should not dictate what we do. Uh, regarding uh, love yes. or describe love or that be our definition of love based upon a feeling. Yeah. And so this, you know, so this, this whole point that we're making just about families, you know, in, inviting or involving family members, it's a major mistake. It's critical. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And it's common. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody's listening to this or watching this, they need to know if that's you, you got to adjust that. Mm-hmm. We love our parents. We love them. We honor them. We want to we want to glean their mm-hmm. wisdom, but we can't afford for them to dominate our marriages, Amen. for them to dictate what we do. And so it's a, it's a reason that relationships fail. Another one. Woo! Another one. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Money is an issue. Mm-hmm. Money is a problem because we both bring our own mentality about money into the marital union. And sometimes dodging uh, important conversations about it too can be a problem. It's it's a hundred percent because mm-hmm. we, we think that a person will think like us. Mm-hmm. You know, we think where you could have one person that's frugal mm-hmm. and uh, the other one isn't. That's like with you and I, you, you have no problem not shopping. You have, I mean, you, you sh- I am very frugal. You are 100% frugal. Yes. I am not. You are not. I am not. We are two totally I different people not. on two totally different spectrums. You, you will be okay flying spirit. And I'm like, the devil is a liar. Yes mm. and no. They're not a sponsor, right? My yes bad. and no. And, yeah. No, I prefer to fly one of the other major airlines, but if they are too expensive at the time, then I do what I got to do. Well, you go on with your bad <laughs> self, but it, you know, but we're, we're different. You know, mm-hmm. I like shopping. Mm-hmm. I like shopping. I like buying stuff. You know, you, you, you'll, you know, you'll, if it ain't broke. Yeah. I'm, if right. It ain't broke. And I'm like, yeah, but so, yeah, but sometimes <laughs> it ain't broke, but let's get something new. No, sometimes you don't need it. Do you it's know you can you take need. that money and you can use that money and spend it on something else? That's how I look But everybody at. has their thing they spend no, on. No, that's true. And I will I, I will get that. Like some people, maybe they like wet, getting red bottoms, Louis Vuittons or whatever. Like I like to spend my money on travel. Well, you are a and pay, some people you're a pay less not, chick. And some people you're a pay less may chick. not. I just, <laughs> pay less doesn't even exist anymore. I know, so, but whatever it is. 
CVS. <laughs> no. You going you, to let the secret out of the bag? I don't care less. You know me. I am not people lit. I don't you, care less You're a Victoria's Secret model. You fact, can't do that. I will it goes be the against first the handbook. person if somebody asks me, where did you get A, B, C, and D? I will say it with proud, loud and proud where I got them. And most people know I get a lot of my lounge pants from CVS. <laughs> God, Jesus. yes, I do. God, that's not when she's being a Victoria's Secret model. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Bridget, call your daughter. And so, but no, but you know, this whole thing about money, man, it's like money is a big problem mm-hmm. in relationships because people are different, as we're saying. And it's and difference not wrong, difference no. good. But because we we dodge that conversation about money, we never sit down and talk about our, you know, our mentality about money. Because if you like we, you know, I was raised very poor. Very we were mm-hmm. poor. We mm-hmm. were below poor. We were poor. So we didn't have anything. So when, when so you trying to say I wasn't poor? Well, you might have been poor. You want poor? You were. You, I was. No. Did you ever see the lights get turned off? Yes. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I don't think you did. Yes, I did. I don't know if you ever saw the. Okay, maybe once in Come your on, life. Come on, and maybe, I, we lived on government food stamps. Yeah, and but all no, those but other we stuff. we didn't even. We, okay, and I wasn't that's even raised. Poor. Raised, but that's with my, poor. My, my parents. Poor is when the lights are on you're surprised mm-hmm. that's that's poll mm-hmm. you know we i mean my mom did the best she could but you know when you grow up and you didn't you don't have anything and i think that's maybe why i'm even more frugal because i didn't have well you know so i'm yeah. I, so you, so i think we process a little bit differently yeah maybe because you didn't have then you like to spend i'm the i'm like the opposite because i didn't have yeah and i didn't have anybody given to me right I'm, I like to hold on to make sure that I do have. Yeah. So I think we were both somewhat raised very similar but different. Yeah, yeah. But the way we process what we went through and in regards to our finances are, are just different. Yeah, you can. I mean, so when me not having anything, it caused me then to want certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have air conditioning. So our first house, it was about, we got to have, I want central air because we didn't have anything. And I was you know, like, we could just put some air conditioning. And I'm like, no, nope, I want a central air system. <laughs> so, you know, but it caused me to, it caused me to turn around and want certain things and, yeah. and affected how I, I look at things. But it's not right or wrong. No, it's just different. It's not right or wrong. You know, it's we're just, just different. different, different people. But, but, but that's important what right. we said a little bit uh, earlier about the importance of agreement. Yes. You have to get to some form of agreement. Right. Right, right. On how you will handle your finances and how in areas that you're okay with maybe doing things a little bit yes, differently. Yes. And that's what couples don't do. Yeah. They don't take the time to really talk and communicate and discover where the other person is concerning things like money. Or they'll it, discuss it, but then they won't come in agreement on right. how it's going to be actually spent right. once they do come e- together. Exactly right. Exactly right. Or so, be in agreement. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a major thing. It's a major mm-hmm. thing that we see couples do. All right. We're wrapping up. We're running out of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, let's deal with maybe one more. Okay. Um, do you want to deal with one more? Deal it's with up to you. One more. And that, you know, I, 
right, let's deal. We'll deal with with. Uh, I'm trying to see if we want to. Yeah, we'll do one more. And that that. Well, maybe we'll wait till next time because I think we're running out of time. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna we'll wait till next time because I, I don't want to so rush. So does this. that mean there's gonna be a part two? I think we'll do a part two because we have we have some others. We, one of them is sex. We gotta talk about sex. We gotta talk about <laughs> sex, and that that could be a whole episode. Oh yeah, that could be so, a whole episode. Yeah, I was. No, uh, no, no. We ain't gonna make it a whole episode. We'll just I do was, a little. Tay -tay. I, no, we're gonna make it a whole no, episode. No, no, no. We'll make it a little tay to tay on one of the mistakes, and then I, we'll do a whole. I was debating later. on whether to keep going, but I'm like, well, so we're just gonna wait. No, we're gonna we pause. Got, we, got, we got a couple other yeah, points here too we'll that pause. We, we didn't get and to. So, well, but it, one of them is sex. It's important. Mm -hmm. So we'll pause and come back to that. And so um, hopefully, man, you enjoyed this today. Hopefully, you're listening or watching this, man. Mm -hmm. This kind of gave you some things to think about and helped you out. And um, we want you to keep tuning in. Um, if you haven't subscribed, it's your first time, we want you to subscribe mm -hmm. to the Victory Experience podcast because there's gonna be all types of content like this. We just sit down and chat and talk. Amen. and transparently share and so get the word out share with other people have other people subscribe because the stuff we did with is real and Amen. relatable and we want you to be a part of it all right well we gotta go we're out we can't wait to see you next time on what the, the victory, victory experience, experience.